Welcome in to another episode of Week in Review. Party people, how's it going? Welcome in. I'm John Boostar. This is Week in Review, brought to you by The Double Life. That introduction is another royalty-free music that I uh, acquire from the internet. If you're curious what website I use to get all my royalty-free music, and not even music, you can get, you know, video clips and um, pictures as well royalty-free pictures and music. It seems like an ad. It seems like I'm sponsoring it right out the gate. I'm not. I'm not sponsored yet. I think uh, you guys are aware of that if you listen to the show. Because if I was to be sponsored, I sure as hell wouldn't be laying down my sponsors on the Week in Review show. It'd be in like the official show. But uh, the company I use, the website I go to is Audioblocks or... I don't know. I don't, I don't, I only use the audio portion, right? Cause I mean, to me using stock footage doesn't seem to suit the cause too well. It seems like a little bit of a cop out in a way it, um, I don't know. I, I think something about the music, there's a ton of it and it's easy to find something that you're not going to find everywhere else. And it feels a little bit more unique in that way. Um, Maybe that's just me thinking that. I'm like, ah, oh, no one else has this. I haven't heard this before. This should be a safe bet, right? I use them for all my trailers. I put some cool little underlay on the bottom. And uh, <clears throat> the intros for this, up till now, uh, well, this will be the last one, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. This is a odd way of starting that. But that is uh, essentially what I mean. Basically that, uh, yeah. This is going to be the last time I have some makeshift royalty-free background, or not background, just music, you know. So, I have a new uh, theme song coming out, which is going to be awesome. Really looking forward to sharing that with you guys. And another exciting announcement will be the show will soon, hopefully... Fingers crossed. Nothing really promised quite yet. So, you know, there's no definitive timeline on this quite yet, but, you know, it might very well turn to another medium, which is going to be visual. And I'm excited, intimidated, but excited. A little nervous, but excited, ultimately. That's the main sense of uh, emotion that goes into it. It's been tough thinking of, uh, well, like, I don't know. There's so many different, uh, avenues to go down in YouTube. Not necessarily like the kind of channel you want to start. I think it would be generally something along these lines as far as just kind of talking about stuff. But I've been looking at the ones that I like, and I feel like there are certain things that I really, really enjoy about certain video podcast and that's sort of the commentary element of it right to play 
a YouTube video or to play something, whatever it is, um, and to comment on it and to talk about it. That appeals to me. But then the, I think, biggest drawback from that is if you're listening to the show, then I don't know. There, It seems like there would be less appeal to want to listen to the show the way you are doing right now if you can just watch it, right? And then a part of me is like, oh, cool. I should just do these because, I mean, this really doesn't require too much work. It's like I'm just talking and about random stuff. It isn't very structured. The editing process isn't super difficult. I can do this and also do the video, but um, I don't know. That's why I said there's no set time frame because uh, I think the the biggest struggle with audio or video is uh, the editing, which is very foreign to me. I don't know how to edit videos that well. I can edit the shit out of a podcast. I can, you know, do Adobe Audition pretty fucking well. But uh, I don't know. Every time I've used Adobe Premiere, I hop on that thing to make a quick uh, video for whatever reason. Within about five seconds, I lose my mind because it's so fucking frustrating. It's just confusing. And that's not necessarily like saying that Adobe Premiere is, you know, a bad program. I'm not like advocating for Final Cut Pro or anything. I'm just saying in general, just going to something that you don't understand and um, needing to get something done like work-wise, like a project or whatever, and being unable to do it just from your inability to understand the program fully and not maybe doing enough uh, research or practice on it and just expecting like, hey, I got this. I know uh, I know audition, right? Like audition is the same thing. It should be similar. No, no, it is not. It's very different. Um, and I found that out the hard way. But uh, it's also exciting because it's a new skill set, right? And it's a modern day skill set, which is, oh man, super in demand. Um, I don't know. I think some would argue almost more than writing to an extent. That might be a controversial, like hot take that people might get mad at. But, you know, hear me out. You are almost seeing more of a visual element of you know, this is all journalism to an extent, right? You're reporting and telling stories and doing it in some way. Audio obviously is awesome and important and podcasting is huge and uh, doing it really well. And I think that's, uh, that's important and that's a good medium. I like podcasting. I think that's important. But um, writing is something you're seeing less and less and less of. I think it's an important skill. Don't get me wrong. I think it's important to be able to write and structure, you know, sentences and have, you know, some sort of grammar, you know, proficiency and be pretty good at it. But that being said, it's almost like everyone learns that in school or everyone learns that in some, some degree, but the video editing aspect is something that almost highlights or kind of, seems more important kind of in a like job situation almost where uh if you're 
you know, a modern day company looking for someone to hire. It's like video skill. Seems like a credible, credible thing to uh, look out for. So, yeah. I mean, that all goes to say I am looking forward to learning how to do it. And it is going to be a fun process. But the, I don't know, learning audition and learning um, just audio editing. I learned Pro Tools at first, kind of. I didn't master that by any means, but still this whole process of learning how to do audio, um, you know, editing has been very difficult at times and it took time and effort. And at the beginning of this year, I didn't have, you know, school or work or anything because of the pandemic. And, um, it's easy to sit down and just dedicate time to learning something. Whereas now it's not as easy. That being said, uh, the semester ends in like a week. So, you know, timing is solid on that one. I, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I just spent 10 minutes talking about that, which feels a bit unnecessary. And, uh, I don't know. I think, um, the other things that I found interesting about that whole topic was simply just, you know, going out and trying to like watch videos of how to light your videos properly and different things like that. And I don't know, I found it interesting just the, um, similarities between the type of people that make those videos. It's, uh, you know, two different groups that I mainly kind of associated with when I was sort of, uh, trying to learn all that. And there's the like filmographers, cinematographers, I guess would be the better way of saying that. But that group of people who their introduction is, you know, this like electronic music in the background and some shots of them going on some adventure and climbing a mountain. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. You're like, yeah, I've seen 50 of those videos because there are so many people doing that. It it seems to be such an oversaturated like genre of filmmaking almost or YouTube video making, I guess. Um, that being said, it it is, uh, I think when you find someone that's good at what they do and it is inspiring in a way for sure. Cause I, I think I set out initially with like, oh, cool. I'm going to document and videotape this podcast and turn it into something that's visual and a little bit different than what I've been doing previously. And then you watch some of these videos and you're like, oh, frick, I should do uh, like daily vlogs or whatever. And that seems really cool. And the way that they document their life and, you know, give little tours and tech advice and stuff. And, you know, that seems really cool. But also I think after watching that, you go, oh, you know what? I don't have, you know, as interesting of a life as they do or the amount of like just sponsorships and the amount of money they have to just try shit out and tell you about it. And to like, also, I don't know the ones that I like is, uh, this guy 
on YouTube. I don't know how to say his name a hundred percent, but it's Maddie Hapuja, Hapuja, H A A P O J A. He's super cool. I admire the shit out of him. I think he's super, super, super rad. The videos he makes are super cool, really inspiring. And, um, he has those kind of like intros that I was kind of talking shit about for a little bit. Just, you know, the very adventure-esque with the very typical music and the, you know, videos seem (laughs) kind of just like, there's so many of them. But I think, you know, even though there are a lot, there's him, there's like Peter McKinnon, which is like his buddy that does them and a couple other people. And it's very similar to an, to a, to a degree, but I don't know. I admire it and I think it's cool. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what I was getting at there. I think just more or less like the respect I have for people that can do that and also just understanding that like I'm not going to get to that level immediately and also maybe like you know that isn't something that I should be diving into especially with me saying that it's a very oversaturated um like genre of filmmaking so but then you have the other side of the spectrum which is just like the podcast videos you know and that is a whole whole realm of like other things that in a way are oversaturated as well. And, um, it's almost as if that's like more difficult kind of just cause, um, I can do this show and I could do my own personal take on it in a way, but there's, you know, a part of me that's like, it'd be really cool to have like me on a computer and pulling up like YouTube videos and commentating on them and different things along those lines. I think that would be fun and super rad. And, but like, is that overdone? Is that something that people still give a shit about? I don't know. And is it also a a different factor is that like the people that make these videos are very, you know, pretty well known outside of the videos, right? Like Theo Vaughn is known as a very talented comedian, not necessarily as like a podcaster that became a comedian, you know? So I don't know. I think I could do, there's different avenues to go down. His seems the most appealing because he kind of just sits down, talks like this and uh, just, yeah, just chops it up with the fans. And, uh, says what's on his mind and talks about it. There's, um, so that is, uh, this past weekend, the show that, uh, Theo Vaughn does, which I think is generally sort of probably the angle that I'm going to go down, obviously with my own personal take on things and probably, you know, different. And it's going to be similar to this in a way. Um, and then there's, of course, uh, congratulations by Chris D'Elia, who obviously doesn't do that show anymore. Um, that was a similar format as well. And then there was H3 podcast, which does something similar. There was, um, E Joey Diaz, his church of what's happening now similar concept and your mom's house with 
Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky, um, all of those seem to have a similar like theme, which is them hanging out, playing like clips and talking about them and just sort of commentating on it, which, um, yeah, that seems cool. I think it's easier, especially now with, uh, not being able to actually have people in the studio, studio, my, my room that I record this in, it's easier to not, I mean, I can't really have people here, right. For obvious reasons. So it almost feels like that would be the most, uh, I don't know, appropriate take on starting it out right now. To me, having it be like videotaping me being in here and doing the interview and then like videotaping the zoom call that I do with the, um, guess that I have that, that doesn't seem appealing to me. That seems really like not interesting. I don't know as much as like, yeah, I would, I mean, I would obviously continue to have the interviews on Tuesday with the guests. And I think that would be an important segment to have and sort of the main like meat of my show. But the other like side thing would just be kind of doing something like this, but with the video and maybe throwing stuff in to like comment on or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Honestly, it's going to be a weird couple weeks with, uh, everything happening. Um, school's going to be over. I mean, awesome semester. At least it was like, it wasn't too difficult considering everything. Um, I had a good year, honestly, just like, despite everything, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. And, um, I'm not saying that in like a fuck you kind of way. Like I'm not trying to be an asshole about it to people who had a shitty year, which I understand is a ton of people. I, uh, I'm just saying, you know, for me personally, a couple of good things happen and I'm grateful for that. Um, so the show is being one of them, you know, this kind of started at the, at the beginning of, uh, lockdown and, you know, in that process, I've learned a lot, right. About, uh, audio and engineering and podcasting and interviewing and these wonderful skills that, uh, yeah, are, uh, invaluable anyway. Um, anyway, it's also been really eye opening to understand kind of, uh, how all of it works. It's like very much an ecosystem of different components, right? There isn't just the make a podcast and, uh, hope for the best sort of thing, which may have been the case initially when podcasts were like very fresh and new and not too many people had them. And it was like, okay, you can listen to, uh, Joe Rogan or Mark Marin, and that's your two options. It's like, no, now there's so many, so many different, uh, shows and it's difficult, right. To become the person that people want to listen to or like give a shit about, which, uh, I don't know. I think I find harder for certain people. There's definitely people that I love that do uh podcasts and it doesn't seem to be getting the momentum and the push that they uh, deserve, but it's also just, you know, on them a little bit. Right. And, uh, that was kind of something that I learned too, is that it isn't as simple as, uh, recording an episode and just putting it out there 
and hoping people listen. Like they probably won't, you know, there's, they're not going to find it. First of all, secondly, it's like, I don't know why would they listen to your show as opposed to like the million other podcasts out there. And then it's like a whole component of marketing and social media and this whole different realm of like the art form in a way that like maybe wasn't initially part of it. I don't think people go into it thinking that they have to just do a ton of, uh, marketing on that level. And, um, I don't know. A part of me like gets that now a little bit more. It hasn't made it any easier. I don't think I've, you know, go into any week and go like, Oh fuck. Yeah. We're, you know, doing super well. And this is awesome. It's like, it's always something where I'm like, okay, we'll see how this, you know, episode is received and we'll see how, um, you know, how it grows. And I think that's another reason why I want to jump to doing YouTube. I feel like that's the next step, right. To market it in a different way. And as much as I really do love this format the best, because I feel like it's the most engaging and that people can do a lot more with their, you know, time when they're listening to this, they can go for a run. They can be, you know, driving their car. They can be cooking and getting ready and just doing various things throughout their day and listen to a podcast. But in order for it to be video, you have to like make that conscious decision to sit down and watch the video and that's different. But also I try to study my own patterns too, you know, of like how do I consume these mediums? And I find myself watching the videos sometimes more than I listen to podcasts, which I don't know, could, could be sacrilegious in a way for podcasters or whatever, but I don't know. I, uh, I think YouTube is, uh, is massive. It's a massive community and it's beyond the scope of just like local people that may listen to your podcast because they find it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. It's like you have a whole global audience of people that could potentially watch your video. And to me, that seems like a really smart decision. So that is uh, sort of the mentality going into that and what I hope to achieve Granted, there's no real timeline because who knows, you know, I might, uh, I think I might have to do them separately at first because there's no way I'm going to be able to like record this and have the video and the audio out at the same time. I don't think I'm going to be able to record or edit that easily on, uh, the video ended thing. So I might just do them separately. It's really easy to do this part of it because it, I don't know, editing the audio is not very difficult and then you can just put it out the next day and it's not very difficult. But audio or video is difficult and um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how difficult it is and if it's something that I even want to pursue, which is why I'm not making any sort of definitive claim of like, hey, go follow um, my YouTube you can, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You can, there's nothing on it yet. Maybe like, uh, prepare for what will come. You'll be the first to know. I mean, I don't know. 
I don't think I even have a YouTube thing. Don't follow it yet. Don't worry about it. I'll uh, I'll definitely be notifying all of you as fans of the show. Or uh, I don't know if you're fans. Maybe you just stumbled upon this and now you're listening to it way longer than you intended. And you're like, all right, bud, let's wrap it up. Don't worry. It's almost over. The, um, oh man, I didn't even talk about the episode. So the episode was about, uh, I met with Aquamarine magazine and, um, they're super cool. That interview was a long time ago, which, uh, I have a problem doing sometimes. They're like really far back and I like, uh, need to put it out. I, uh, it was a really great interview. I'm stoked for them. They're a super rad magazine and a group of uh people that are putting out really good stuff and it's um it was a cool interview i think it really gave uh insight into the beginning process of uh magazine and um you know people that are younger and uh pursuing a dream and a passion of theirs beyond just uh you know um like really making it happen like it's not easy to uh, put a magazine together and they've been consistent from the time that I spoke to them to now they're pushing it and they're putting stuff out on a regular basis and they're interviewing awesome people and their photography is amazing. The videos are super cool and I have nothing but respect and I, you know, wish them the best. It's uh, it was really cool. So if you haven't, please go check out the episode with Aquamarine or go follow them as well. Aquamarine magazine on Instagram. Um, Aquamarinemagazine.com and um, yeah, you can check out the latest issues and highly recommend it. It was a good good conversation. And it's, and it's nice to get that perspective you know, as well as opposed to I think other people that I spoke to, like Mike Rogie, for example, a few few episodes back as someone who like purchased a magazine and, you know, had his company and was like really a lot further along in his career um, as opposed to two like very young people that are like fresh out of high school and wanted to start a magazine and are doing it, you know, and that is a whole different perspective about the same medium which is cool. Um, anyway, that is the week in review. December 10th. Crazy. The week's almost there. Well, the year's almost over. I've been saying that for like four episodes now, but Christmas is coming up or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. But more importantly, Cyberpunk 2077 is out today, which is rad. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm excited. I'm also really glad it correlates with, uh, school being over cause, uh, I can, you know, play that without fear of failing all my classes cause it feels very immersive and it feels like it's going to be a good time all around. So that's exciting. Um, Chelsea football club, the greatest team in the world is absolutely fucking crushing it. We are doing great. Um, we're not top of the league, but we're doing really well. And the team's gelling and meshing and just doing beautiful things. So shout out to Frankie and the team. And um, what else? 
That's it. Yeah. Um, filmmaking. Yeah. I'm going to focus on filmmaking and making cool stuff for you guys. And I'm excited and I appreciate all of you listening to the show. Been getting good feedback on, uh, these little week in review episodes. Um, it's also fun to just make two episodes a week. You know, it feels a little less spaced out as opposed to previously, but yeah. All right. This has been uh week in review, December 10th. Make sure to follow the show at the double life pod. Make sure to subscribe, tell your friends and stay tuned for more updates. We might be on YouTube soon, various things like that. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.